this pandemic is teaching me a lot. But one thing that comes from a lot of solitude is that I've begun conversing more with myself. And before you think I've gone mad, hold tight and stick with me. Because I think you may want to try it out as well. Welcome to Quest for You. I'm grateful you're here. I created this podcast to help you connect more with yourself. And my wish is that by listening to me, you will start to listen more to yourself. I've been in a reflective spirit lately. And this is good because it helps me connect more with myself. I mean, this is the whole purpose of this podcast, right? And today I want to teach you something I've been doing a lot lately. And that has contributed to my reflective mood. And that is how to have a conversation with yourself. Now, you may think that you already talk plenty with yourself. But there's something special about having a real heart-to-heart with yourself. Something that I noticed is really critical. And it's easy, but also not so easy. I will explain. Yesterday, I went for a 12-mile hike alone. My partner canceled on me in the morning. He wasn't feeling well. So I went alone. That's the good thing about hiking over climbing. You don't need a partner to hike. Hiking with a partner is different from hiking alone, at least for me. Even though you don't talk the entire time, the fact that there is another person there in front of you or behind you, these days rarely next to you, changes the energy of the hike. I find it difficult to just relax into my own world and think about myself. There's another person there and I think about both of us. Maybe there's a conversation we just had that triggered my thoughts. Or maybe I look where my partner's walking and I try to keep up. But 12 miles by myself, that was quite different. I was alone with myself and nature. That meant I was also alone with my thoughts. And I have to tell you, it was such a beautiful experience. First off, I noticed a lot more animals. When two people walk on a trail, animals are scared off more easily because there's more noise. But as soon as I heard or saw something, I stopped. And then often the animals also stop to see if there's real danger or not. It happened several times and it was quite entertaining. Right at the beginning of my trail, there was a mole that was sticking its head out of the ground. And when he heard me coming, he disappeared. But I saw his head go down just in time. So I stopped and waited. And sure enough, he came back out again. And I never saw a mole so close. I posted a video of this interesting looking creature on my Instagram story. I also saw a lot of chipmunks, deer, so many birds and some other animal that jumped around in the tall grass, but I don't really, I couldn't really see what it was. I also decided on my walking pace. Sometimes I walked fast, sometimes slower, with a partner that paces, always a little bit directed by the other person. And I'm always less inclined to stop to admire something because I want to keep up. This time, whenever I felt like taking in the view, I stopped. And as a climber, I always hike something that has a view. It's part training 
and part enjoyment. Flat trails just don't do it for me. I need the extra strain. I want to be a little bit uncomfortable because it just makes me feel just a bit more alive. And of course, when you hike uphill, eventually there will be a view. Unless it's foggy, which happens a lot here in the Bay Area. And then on my path yesterday, I even found a small rock formation, which I climbed. So I was so stoked about that. But the best part was that I had long conversations with myself. And I highly recommend them, and I will tell you why. They take a little bit of practice if you never have them. We are used to our mind directing the show. It feeds us thoughts all day long, which, when you become aware of them, can be pretty wild and nonsensical. In a conversation with yourself, you consciously direct your thoughts. You decide what to think about. Something we hardly do unless we're engaged in a task that requires brain power. For me, this might be a spreadsheet. For you, this might be playing an instrument. But most of the time, our thoughts are just running off leash and whatever they catch on, they latch on. A solitary walk in nature is perfect for a conversation with yourself because there aren't many distractions for your thoughts. It's quite amazing how easily distracted we are. Just the person walking by on the same path shifts my thoughts towards what they wear, what they look like, how they walked, and so forth. And without knowing, I'm thinking about the most random things. It also shifts my entire energy and sends my thoughts into the weirdest places. I can't tell you exactly what it is about nature that is so calming. Nature just is. It's there, always, waiting for us, welcoming us, enveloping us. There's nothing to judge in nature, only to observe and admire and to take in. Nature, in its simple grandeur, always takes me back to me. Quite often I feel such a deep inner happiness when I stand still for a moment and observe. Yesterday I took in several things for just a few moments. I looked at a tree that stood solidly all by itself in a field of grass. I admired it. It looked so strong out there all by itself. And I almost wished that this could be me. Strong, just by myself. And I thought that this tree probably gives refuge to a lot of birds as they take rest there for a few moments on their flight to who knows where. I had several occasions where I stopped to enjoy a vast view that suddenly appeared ahead of me, changing my perspective and giving me this feeling that I stand on top of the world. At one point, towards the end of my hike, I came to a bench, just a bench all by itself on top of a hill. I hadn't really taken a break, so I thought, why not? I sat there and it overlooked San Jose and Silicon Valley. I enjoyed a granola bar and I, can, I can't tell you how great I felt. Just me on that bench. And I already shared with you that I stopped for a few moments many times to watch or look for an animal that I heard and that I saw I was engaged in some primal activity like hunting for food or building a nest. These 
so simple activities don't distract me like people do. Rather, I notice they center me. They bring me to the present moment. I am suddenly extremely aware at that very moment of just myself and whatever there is in front of me. And after some time, I also notice a deep sense of fulfillment. I often think this is it. For me, it's bliss. I smile, I'm happy. And then I often feel in a good place to have a conversation with myself because I am now present with myself and not distracted. And the way I start out is by asking a question, just like in a regular conversation with a person. It begins with curiosity. Hey, how are you doing today? Well, I don't ask that because I already know I'm feeling super happy. I just described to you that nature makes me feel this way. So I may ask something else. It really depends on the moment and what's on my mind. But there are always questions we are grappling with. Sometimes we're not aware that we have these questions. We are so distracted. And if just an inkling of the question comes up, we distract ourselves even more. So we don't have to think about it. But deep inside, I know we all have questions. Questions about life, our purpose, our direction. Questions about our relationships, our jobs, our children, our life. We all have questions and especially now. I can't tell you what questions you need to ask yourself. I don't have mine written out. They just come to me. But I need to create the environment for them to come. And I've found that the best way for those questions to surface is when there's stillness around me. I live in a city, so stillness here is rare. And that is why I seek out nature so often, especially these days. And when I begin to ask questions, like yesterday, one of the questions I asked is, what makes me happy? I felt such a deep happiness in nature, so I started digging. What else is it that really makes me happy? The surprising thing is, answers come. And when answers come, it's quite amazing, my friends, because I suddenly have clarity. It's hard to describe. There's a difference between knowing something like strengths of yours or things that you like versus having clarity on a path. It's almost like as if a path opens up in front of you because suddenly you know. This is what happened to me yesterday. I, I took stock of the things that truly make me happy. And with that clarity comes this sense of direction. And it's not like I'm going home and I'm changing my life around, but it's something that takes hold of me inside. And suddenly I kind of, I'm a little bit more grounded within myself, knowing this, knowing answers to questions that may have bothered me for years. And answers don't always come right away. That is where the conversation takes place. In my mind, I speak with myself. I may ask more questions. Why is that? And I don't always have answers. Sometimes I just have a little bit of an answer. 
And it just means that the question has to be asked again, another day. And you may think this sounds weird, but I am truly not exaggerating. And this is the reason I want to encourage you to begin those conversations. If for some reason you cannot get out into nature, it's fine. You can find stillness at home as well. Just sit in quiet and let the questions come to you. And then engage in the conversation and just see where it takes you. This is what I do. Sometimes a question comes up and then another one comes up. I never know. I don't plan it. I just see where it takes me. But it is beautiful to have a conversation with yourself. I want to end today by reading a beautiful poem by David Wagner called Lost. It combines everything I touched on today in just a beautiful way. Nature, stillness, presence, things I have come to appreciate more and more during this pandemic because they give me clarity and a sense of direction for my life. They are my quest for me. And I hope you find the same. Stand still. The trees ahead and bushes beside you are not lost. Wherever you are is called here. And you must treat it as a powerful stranger. Must ask permission to know it and be known. The forest breathes. Listen. It answers. I've made this place around you. If you leave it, you may come back again. Saying here. No two trees are the same to raven. No two branches are the same to wren. If what a tree or a bush does is lost on you, you are surely lost. Stand still. The forest knows where you are. You must let it find you. Much love, my friends.